Players Weekend in the Desert, Diamondbacks and Giants. Nicknames as far as the eyes can see, including Herm the Worm. There's B. Drew. Here's Paolo, A.J. Pollock in the third, facing Ty Block. Block nods yes to a sign from his catcher, Huntley. Here's the pitch, and Pollock, a drowned ball. Run will come in to score, and Sandoval can't come up with the ball. On a bare hand attempt, everybody's safe, and it's tied to one. And on the play, I know it took third. The two on pitch to him from Block on the way. Swing and a drive to left. Hit deep, hit far. This ball is gone. Number 30 for Goldie, and it gives him 101 RBIs on the season. And it's now a 4-1 Diamondback lead, a three-run shot. And a ground ball to short. Marte's got it. He'll go to Drury for one and then on to first. That's not in time. Diamondbacks may take a look at that. A run will score to make it 4-2. to two. Yeah, I think they're going to take a they got to take a look at this one. Ground ball to short. Marte backhands and boots it, and the run will score. Now 4-3. to three. That'll be an error on Marte. Top of the ninth inning. 3-2 count on Pablo Sandoval. Rodney is ready. Here's the pitch. He struck him out swinging on the changeup. And this game is over. Rodney pulls out the bow, shoots it into the air. And the Diamondbacks have started this homestand with a victory, a one-run win. D-backs hold on 4-3, your final. Fernando Benjamin Rodney notches save number 31 on the air. Big night for Goldie. Paul Goldschmidt, he had two hits and knocked in three. Zach Grinke improves to 12-1 at home on the season, pitching into the seventh. Here's D-back skipper Tori Lavello after the win. Pretty emotional win. I thought uh, a couple guys were, were gutting it out for us out of the bullpen. Uh, did a great job preserving, preserving that lead that was built by a big home run by Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, big moment, came up right situation and delivered. Continues to be one of one of the most productive hitters in the National League. And then uh, for me, it was all about Zach Greinke again. Um, six and two thirds, uh, just was making pitches all game. I think he wore down a little bit late in the game. Uh, we extended him a little bit, uh, but you know I, I feel like had a play been made in the seventh, a tough play, he would have given a seven complete innings and it would have been a great outing. And it still was a great outing. Team won the ball game. It was one of those team moments, um, team wins that I was very proud of these guys. What stands out to you and how he and CI were working? What stands out between he and CI? Uh, they had they had a good rhythm, a good game plan, continuity, communication, um, and you know some some mound visits that that covered some ground, uh, and there just was a certain comfort that I felt like they they started to develop as the game as the game went on, um, and you know it seemed to me that that Zach was making pitches um, without having to shake to a lot of different pitches, and and to me that got the rhythm their rhythm going real well. Of course, you know I th Zach. Zach is a pitcher. He uh, he locates with with several different pitches. He he understands game planning. He executes, um, and you know there's more fastball in there. If you ask him to give you his best fastball, you're, you're going to see it jump up there. But I think the command and the velocity that are going hand in hand uh, have have helped him win a number of games. And he's you know he's very comfortable pitching with with the velocity that he pitches with. Yeah. 
Well, I don't even know where to start, to tell you the <laughs> truth. And I think we all feel the same way. Everybody in this room feels the same way about them. You walk down the hall, um, security people, ushers, they feel the same way about him. You walk into the clubhouse, his teammates feel the same way about him. Uh, he's just a remarkable human being. That's where I'll start. And now I can get specific because I get to watch him perform and work every single day. And I'm honored to be sitting in the same dugout as him. And, and I still get giddy when he sits next to me and talks to me. Uh, and I have to pinch myself and think that's Paul Goldschmidt. And I'm just, I'm just honored to be around him. That's, that's how I feel. I don't know if that describes it well enough. I think that everybody probably has that same, same feeling in this entire room here. And everybody else will feel the same way as well. Uh, from, yeah, for me, yes, yes. And I don't know why. I think, I think people are starting to recognize who he is um, league-wide. I think inside of the game, all, every player knows Paul Goldschmidt. Um, and I think, I think nationally, a lot of people, journalists, are starting to recognize that he's a, he's a pretty special player. And uh, you, know, you look at him, he's 30 and 102. Um, a, an OPS over, I think, at a thousand or over a thousand. Uh, great base runner. Um, what, what more could you ask for? For me, uh, and I've been saying it now f for half the season. He is he is a severe MVP candidate for me. Yeah, yeah, a great matchup moment for for Jorge. Um, he came in and executed the game plan very well. And, and you know, Joe Panics is is a very good hitter. And uh, it looked like he made some pitches to get him out and, and turn it over, turn it over the bullpen. Archie and Fernando continue to do their job down the stretch uh, in the last two innings. Did you have any hesitation to go to Archie after he threw 36 A little bit, a little bit. Um, but when he looks you in the eye and says that he's ready, when he walks around and tells people that he wants the eighth inning, um, you hand it over to him. It's my obligation to this ball club to do what I need to do to put guys in the right position to win a game. And uh, I saw the conviction, and, and I wasn't going to let him down. I wasn't going to let the team down either. You saw his pregame, or you saw it, uh, you didn't see it in the eighth, but he was on the bullpen. No, I saw a pregame. I saw it. You know, I, look, these guys know how to work me, right? They, they, <laughs> they've known me. They know, they know the best time to get me and, and talk to me. And, and I think I told you guys in, in the pregame, right before I walked in here, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say to you guys. It was probably a vulnerable moment, but he looked me square in the eye and said, I'm ready. I, I got this. And I think I even mentioned that to you guys in the pregame. Big, great, great court awareness by Zach. He's, he's a baseball player. He's a pitcher, but he's a baseball player. And I think he was just sensing that, that Crawford was, was sneaking off a little too far. Um, he's got great instincts, peripheral vision when he's standing on the mound. And he, you know, he dropped an inside move and, and wiggled out of that jam by getting that big out. So I think had he not done that, it could have been a two-run inning instead of a one-run inning. But you know, little things that show up. Goldie cuts the ball and, and knocks down the out at third base. And, and uh, the score is one nothing, and we're out of the inning. So uh, we're playing good baseball, and these guys are executing. Why do you think this fastball, like well as pitch today, wasn't as fast? Zach, um, I, I don't even know what. I, I looked up there, and I don't know how if the gun's hot or not or slow. Uh, but I was seeing a lot of 90-91s, a couple 92s, and that's that's pretty pretty standard for Zach. Uh, like I said, he could stand on his fastball, and it can come out a little bit hotter when he needs it. 
but I think he's very comfortable pitching at that um, at that velocity because he knows that he can execute a game plan. Why why it's not 96 anymore, 97 like it used to be years and years ago? You might have to ask him, but I love what he gives us every fifth day, and I'll take it. Goldie slugged his 30th homer of the year. Paul Goldschmidt's three-run shot in the third made it a 4-1 Diamondbacks lead. They went on to win on Friday night. Here's Goldie after the game. Yeah, I was trying to get something up, whether any of the pitches, just to try to get something to the outfield and score that guy from third. And, uh, you know, he, he left the changeup up, and I was able to get enough of it. Wasn't sure if it was going to go, but you know, luckily got out of here. And I know you don't look at the stats, but that's my job. And that was your 30th home run of the season, 100 RBI. You now become the first D-back in D-back's history, first player to accomplish this feat three times. What's that mean to you? That's uh, pretty cool, but, uh, you know, honestly, my focus is just on trying to help us win. And, you know, we got the win tonight and then, you know, get ready for tomorrow. But, you know, stuff like that, you kind of look at maybe at the end of the season, the offseason, stuff like that. But as far as now, you know, they don't care tomorrow what the stats are. You got to go out there and uh, try to help us win tomorrow. You start the homestand on a winning note, and it is Players Weekend. What's that like for you players this weekend to be uh, celebrating this? Because I know you guys are really connecting with the fans. Yeah, you know, some people like it more than others. Um, you know, we got some guys with bigger personalities than me, but it's cool. I know the fans are really enjoying it from everything I've heard, and the jerseys are cool to see the, the guys from other teams and our jerseys and the nicknames. So you know, I think it's a cool thing. Hopefully uh, it'll be, be a big hit with the fans, and we'll continue it for years to come. This series continues Saturday with Madison Bumgarner on the mound for the Giants against Taiwan Walker for the Diamondbacks.